Hey everybody, this episode of Talkin' Pop is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episodes starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience or get more engagement, you're going to check out poddex.com. Make sure you use that special promo code TALKPOP, that's T-A-L-K-P-O-P, for 10% off your first order. Poddex are the hottest new tool for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or Game Fighter podcast. Simply shuffle up the cards, ask a question, and let the content roll. Get yours today at poddex.com. Once again, that is poddex.com. And make sure to use the promo code TALKPOP, that's T-A-L-K-P-O-P, for 10% off your order. This episode is powered by Poddex. What up, fanboys and fangirls and non-binaries? Welcome to another edition of TalkPop. Podcast, all things pop culture. I'm your host of Bonchai Score. Joining me is my co-host, Biko. Hello. And today, guys, before we get into the topic today, we're pretty much going to talk about Reddit. Basically, what the hot trends are. I do want to bring up some news that's been you know, developing for the last couple days. Uh, Hulu has announced they are reviving Futurama. So this is a third network that's revived, like the second network that's reviving Futurama after. First got canceled by Fox. Then it got picked up by Comedy Central, but now who's picking it up? Uh, they did say, like, they got it for 20 episodes. So far, it's got to be for 20 episodes. And then the big thing is, most of the cast is coming back, except John DiMaggio. Apparently, uh, negotiations didn't go through to get him back, so they're looking at possibly recasting uh, Bender. And so far, there's been a boycott Futurama trending right now on Twitter and stuff. Yeah. That's even come out yet. Yeah, because even they said, they made an announcement yesterday that they tried and all uh, the negotiations fell through, so they're going to try to look at recasting. Even Dajiman, 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 sorry, did come out on Twitter saying, you know, tell us sorry, but saying, you know, the negotiations didn't go through the way they planned. You know, more information will come as, you know, we get to it. They put hashtag on Bendergate. <laughs> So, what are, your, what are your thoughts on Futurama coming back? I know this is the whole about reviving shows and bringing back stuff again. So, like, just extending shows, basically. Uh, well... Wait, what is it? It's coming back on Hulu? It's coming back on Hulu. Oh, okay. Is this the first time that they do that? Well, it was canceled by Fox, and then to the point where they were doing reruns on Adult Swim. No, I mean Hulu. Is this the first time that they've ever revived another property? From uh, came from the past, like a show that was popular back then. Did they ever Animaniacs? Revive? Yeah, but that's animation. That doesn't count. That's it's not... technically animation. Futurama is animation, though. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I guess. Uh, I guess this count this fit. Um, yeah, but that's. I guess that's because it's geared towards kids' cartoons, and and I know no, family. Up in and I know family. I know. I know, but it's still a kids show. Like it's not. It's it's a kids show. It was made for kids, technically. Made for kids, um, but Futurama isn't isn't that at all because Matt Groening wrote it. So it was a whole. I feel like it works if, for them if he takes it over and does his magic. No, yeah, he um, is working with it. Yeah, then it'll probably be good. I it's it sucks that they don't get Joe to play Bender because then it's like, what do you? It, it's hard to not have Bender there. Um, like the voice, yeah. I he probably just want. 
I hate to be like he didn't want money, but I just feel like this is a money play because like that's twenty episodes. I'm sure it's gonna take a long time for them to get together and do all that stuff. Maybe he doesn't want to work on that. Maybe he's doing other shit. Like I know right now he's on the Netflix show Disenchanted. That's another Matt Groening, oh, Matt Groening um yeah project right now. I think that's coming back for like another season. I think I believe, and he he plays King Zog, playing King Zog in that one. So he's working. So like I don't know for maybe he doesn't like Matt Groening. He's already working a lot with them. Then see like to do... I don't think it's him and Matt Groening. I think it's just what I don't know what the contract was that you know what the offer that Hulu was making though. No, I know, but I mean like he's still relatively working with the same team, so. If he doesn't, that's a lot of time and dedication for a person. Because believe it what you will, like, yes, they, some people might not feel like this is work, an honest day's work. But there's a lot of work that goes into making these these things. And so, like, I feel like for him to be like we couldn't reach negotiations that were working for both sides, it, it kind of, that's pretty diplomatic. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty diplomatic hill to to go on, so I I, I give him that. Um, but I also feel like I think it could have been a money thing, dude, in time. Because if he's doing other shit, and that's twenty more episodes of this shit, and you're gonna constantly do re-edits, recording all the time, like that's a lot. And he's not exactly a young cat anymore, so I, I feel like it, it is good for overall for the show to come back. I think who doesn't love Futurama to come back, even for it is just a season if it does good. Who knows? Oh well, all well and good, but for Hulu to be the anchor is nice. Um, I I'm glad it was them as opposed to as though as even though Netflix probably would have been a good home for it too. I just it was easy for Fox to be the one to kind of like if they still own the rights. No, like I think they get all rights to basically everything. Like, oh well, it be makes sense for Matt Groening to go where he feels you know like they let him do whatever he wants. So like, why wouldn't he? You know. Yeah leave leave the house that he likes um all said i think that's i think it's good um I, i'm glad it's futurama and not something else well it's like yeah because like think about it, like the simpsons who knows how long it's gonna last that's the one thing too because you know actors age you know it gets to a certain point where like right i know now with the simpsons being so like evolved and you know they're evolving at like over the years and then what's the <laughs> And then he's got disenchantment. Then he's got you know. He does. I, that shows funny mm-hmm. too as well because it's set in like a medieval mm-hmm. setting and stuff, so it's kind of cool. Like it shows like his creativity and you know he's expanding. You know, I love Futurama. You know, it was suck when the first time we got canceled back in '03, and then yeah, and then when I rewound Adult Swim, and then Comedy Central loved this so much they picked up like two years later and did like, and then like they pretty much the writers Futurama pretty much made fun of Fox at that time. About the whole cancellation, so they went meta a little bit, and then it was all good because they were getting ready to expand the story and stuff more. And you know, the whole thing about Fry and Lila's relationship, you know, well, they won't they kind of like that tension between them that kind of ended like prematurely. And then, of course, it was fully explored in a revival. And then, of course, we had another like series for now, and then now this is like now it's gonna expand on more. So it's like, you know, they will get new characters, and I'm just curious to see who could possibly play Bender now. It's like that's gonna be the big question now who's going to fill in the shoes that John and Maggio built for that character mm. and they probably have to some, find somebody to dress but I mean there's kind of like a lot of young talent comedians out there or young voice actors I, I couldn't see you know them filling in the role I should get Bill Burr to do it that'd be hilarious if they get Bill Burr to do that'd be funny if they get Bill Burr you can do a good angry person and Bender's kind of an angry person mm-hmm. at times so he's like, a robot but it's like yeah, I I think it's good. I 
Opiate stuff. I'm usually very hesitant to see these things, but Futurama is different. Um, hopefully, hopefully it goes well. I don't. I I have more. I'd rather see it do well than it, see it do bad, as opposed to other things that get revived and for no reason. So I think this one uh, is a good idea on their part, and hopefully it brings back a lot of the original fans, brings some new people in if they like. I feel like people who like Rick and Morty, this would be easy for them to get into. Yeah. It's the same kind of humor, really. So, like, they can get into it. And it's easy for them. And then, yeah, macaroning being done, doing this thing again, is, it's like, it makes sense, I guess. Like, how can it not work, really, right? So, you know, this is good. Okay, cool. And then, of course, you know, you're following sports right now. Of course, today was, what, the NBA trade deadline? Yeah, so today was the final day uh, where NBA teams can go and and scramble to try to improve their their team situation at the half of the season so they can hopefully improve their chances of making the playoffs. Obviously, more teams are contenders compared to others, so they spend a lot of their money trying to th- trying to make these crazy trades for all stars. So we see a lot of. Basically, like, the, the NBA turns into this really big drama fest of, like, dynamics changing between the conferences, and it's a really big deal, um, especially in, in the NBA, because a lot of teams have so much money that they can kind of throw at these situations mm-hmm. that it, it does make it unfair at times, unfortunately, and it happens in all sports, but <clears throat> as far as the NBA is concerned, uh, this one really shifts... Uh, the contenders' chances, right? Especially when it's the halfway point of the season. So, James Harden being one of the bigger topics of of the trades um, at the deadline today. It was at three p.m. Eastern time when they do it, mm-hmm. um, and he got traded for Ben Simmons. Uh, it it was James Harden, Andre Drummond, and uh, or no, crap. I'm sorry. It's uh, it's just James Harden. For Joel, for uh, Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and a couple draft picks, and then Nets gave up James Harden and 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 like I think another draft pick too. So like the Sixers, I feel like are getting a big win in this situation, um, just because I feel like James Harden can work well with Joel Embiid. Like they have an MVP. Of the well, potential MVP of the year and Joel Embiid, and then you got James Harden. Although he's kind of like his antics are crazy, he's one of the best offensive players we've seen in a long time. So he kind of gets away from New York. He said he doesn't like it very much, anyways, and he didn't like. Uh, I guess the team chemistry wasn't working very well over there, especially with Kyrie kind of doing the whole vaccination game over there with the NBA. So. He felt like he just needed to get out of the situation, and that's where trying to find someone who could. They wanted to get a good deal for him too, because James Harden tends to be traded every year these days. As like the longest team he's been on was uh-huh. OKC, so and like the longest tenure he's had with is with the OKC. Really, everyone else he's probably done one or two seasons at most. Like the Houston Rockets and stuff. Yeah, like so now this is his third team in less than five years, almost five years. So like it's kind of nuts. Uh, maybe five six years. So it, it's, it, it's not it's nuts to see like the, the transition that he's had to like deal with in his own career. Um, yeah. 
And this time, hopefully we'll see, maybe he'll get a better chance at the playoffs being on the Sixers as opposed to being on the Nets. Because um, the Nets situation was definitely falling apart. They're, they've went from being a top contender to being have close to only getting a play-in spot for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, they do kind of like, uh, I don't know how, if it's like baseball when they play for a wild card. but Yeah, when they, they like two wild cards in the final two, like playing for like that spot. That's the last spot. Yeah, NBA started doing that now for the playoffs since the bubble started. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they kept that going and it, it's shaking up the NBA you know everyone's kind of that wasn't the only thing that got shaken up a lot of other players have been traded to the Eastern Conference team so like if anything the Eastern Conference has definitely been bolstered this past season with the Bulls making trades from last year going into this year and then like the Milwaukee Bucks made a big trade today like there's a a lot of Eastern Conference contenders, especially contenders for the championship, mm-hmm. are, have made moves today as opposed to the Bulls. Um, but it's, it, it, it's just it's going to be a very interesting playoffs this year. Um, I don't know about the West side, but the Eastern Conference is going to be. Uh, it's honestly that the race has been more exciting right now. Yeah, I mean, every single every single. Uh, Every single team in our conference is good now. Every single team in our conference is scary. Every yeah, like the team. Bulls were in first place for a top eight. They're still in the top three, so. Yeah, but like every team in our – just in our division alone. The Pacers are good. Pacers got made a bunch of moves, so they're going to be very good. Cleveland's really good. They're right behind us. In the, they're actually on top of us. Um, and who else is in our – and the Bucks. It's just it's, – it's, it's kind of insane. Every team is – is good in our division, so it's the first time I think in a long time that the Eastern Conference is a very, a very competitive conference. And I know with you, you've been like more watching. I mean, I've been watching Bulls games too, but you've been like watching. I watch right? every single one, if, every single as much one. as I can. <laughs> if not, we check. We check the the score. We keep up to date. Everything. I, mean, I listen to. I listen to everything every fucking day. I know who's on the team, who's off the team. Who's gonna be in the team? Uh, who fucking sweeps the courts? Like I, <laughs> uh, no. But it, it's it's the first time in a long time the Bulls are actually good enough to. I feel go far in the playoffs as long as they stay healthy. But that's another story. Um, but no, yeah, the trade deadline is about is like is like soap opera levels. Um, crazy. Yeah, for it's kind of like that for baseball. ESPN, it's gonna yeah. be like that for baseball, even like. Even like soccer, like the transfer window is kind of like the biggest thing too, because the uh, especially the European transfer window is like the biggest one. <laughs> yeah. Especially like you know, Messi became like the big thing. You know, like Barcelona couldn't afford him anymore, and he had to go to PSG because Barcelona didn't have that much money. Apparently, they overbellished. Yeah. They lied to the you know the to world of soccer. But I mean, World Cup's gonna be coming this winter for the first time. Due to Qatar having, you know, they have the worst summer, so then the, the the World Cup's gonna be in December. So we get to see the first World Cup in December. And right now, I saw the FIFA rankings like the Mexico one. I was like at number twelve. Belgium's like number one right now in the FIFA rankings right now. Belgium is. Yep, oh. Belgium's the number one right now. But yeah, so yeah, I mean that in sports. But now the best thing is to pick up the trending topics on Reddit. And I just pull up something that I saw is from the damn that is interesting. Subreddit, and this is uh, from a 2004 email response from the Pirate Bay. Remember the Pirate Bay? Oh, yeah. We used to uh, get downloaded games from there. Yeah. Wow, is this still around? 
No, I think somebody just posted this email oh. that apparently they got from DreamWorks. <laughs> and this is like their response. This is like their email response to DreamWorks. It says here, because I got a legal threat. So this is from August 23rd, 2004. Um, it says, regarding unauthorized use of DreamWorks SKG properties. And this is quoting, you know, Pirate Bay from that. that that's interesting. As you may or not, may not be aware, Sweden is not a state in the United States of America. Sweden is a country in Northern Europe. Unless you figure it out by now, U.S. law does not apply here. For your information, no Swedish law is being violated. Please be assured that any further contact with us, regardless of medium, result in a suit being filed for harassment, a former complaint lodged with the bar of your legal counsel for sending frivolous legal threats. It is the opinion of us and our lawyers that you are morons. And that uh, you should go, please sodomize yourself for retractable batons. Please note that your email letter will be published in full on www.pirate.org. Go fuck yourself, wise usual. And <laughs> oh. So, who did he send this to? They sent it to a DreamWorks, basically. Jesus Christ. Because I guess people were using it down like films and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. That's just like, wow. And then there's one, like, this is a, you know how there's a subreddit called Ask Reddit? Yeah. This could be an interesting, it says, what is the weirdest thing you found in a public toilet? Just, your warning, I do warn you guys, I'll just read some of these responses. But fair warning, it could get, you know, let's see, it says here. One person says, one user says, a skirt in a bathroom book club. I guess why it was taken off, but the fact that it was left there what I, is what I wonder about. Like, did she just leave in your undies? person is uh, in college I had a roommate that worked at a notable homosexual drinking establishment duties include cleaning bathrooms that I should have in two months I ended up with three very expensive pairs of 28 by 32 G's that he found while cleaning <laughs> uh, not me but my husband once found a family site serving a spaghetti meatball splatter over the toilet and walls of the bathroom stall sometimes I wonder what that person's story is what the fudge? No joke, a TI-84 graphing calculator. I couldn't wrap my head around why somebody decided the toilet was the best place to get rid of it. What yeah. the hell, dude? That is crazy. That's when they asked subreddit. Subreddit, subreddit. <laughs> why? These do, I don't know, bathroom thing? It's like, I don't know, dude. That's weird. Hmm. Like, leaving clothing in a bathroom? I mean... I mean... It's interesting, though. Well, you can find a bathroom. I mean... You spend time in the bathroom, right? <laughs> so, that's interesting. Um, trying to see what else is on here. What do you got? I don't have anything pulled up. I'm just going to go off of yours. Alright. Let's see... I'm just going through here. All right, there we go. Uh, okay, here we go. There we go. We're going to popular trends right now. White House call logs. Oh yeah, um, this is one of the trending topics, yeah, guys. Yeah, NPR talked about it. But if you pull up the actual article, pull up the article. Yeah, investigators found find gaps in the White House logs of Trump's January 6th calls. Yeah. 
This is from the New York Times. All right, let's see what this is here. Much more is that? Uh, okay, this is from the New York Times. It says Trump's missing call logs present a challenge for generation investigators. Um, articles written by Luke Broadwater, Jonathan Martin, Maggie Hebrey, Michael G. Schmidt. It says sparse call records and missing documents hidden in the White House panel as it tries to piece together what President Trump was doing during the attack on Congress. Oh, sir, they're investigating the when that January 6th attack. Yeah, they're investigating it, but I guess there are some calls that were left off it or something. It says the House Committee investigating January 6th attack on Capitol has discovered gaps in official White House telephone logs from the day of the riot. Find you a few records are caused by President Donald J. Trump from critical hours when investigators knew that he was making them. Investigators have not uncovered evidence that any official records were channeled with or deleted, as well known that Mr. Trump routinely used his personal cell phone and those of his aides to talk about aides, congressional analysts, and outside confidants bypassing normal channels on presidential communication. The sports call records presented a major obstacle to the central element of the family's work, recreating what Mr. Trump was doing behind closed doors during the assault on Congress by a mob of his supporters. The gaps in the call logs were the latest in the string of revelations of this week about the extent of Mr. Trump's floating founding of the rules and norms of presidential conduct, and how his penchant for doing so has left an incomplete record of how he operated while in office. Oh, uh, okay, I see what you mean. It says here, the House Side Oversight Committee on Thursday announced an investigation of what was called Potential Serious Violations of the Presidential Records Act. This is, wow. So basically, y'all, uh, they're trying, like, they're trying their best to try to piece the things there, but, yeah, him using the cell phone, it's like, you know, it's kind of hard because he wasn't using the regular presidential phone. He was just using like his cell phone or one of his aides' phones. Mm. So that's what's happening going right now. Just trying to log in and piece it together. Mm. So it's just more more shits unraveling as when they or now that they're taking the time to shine the spotlight on this damn thing. It only took them a year, right? And now they're finally like nobody even cares about this shit anymore, and they still make it seem like it's like most devastating thing that's happened in our country when they continue to devastate everything. So it's, like, very weird. But, yeah, like, I, Trump having call. I'm not surprised he would use his aides to make these calls to get shit done. He was, he like, wasn't he too busy doing other shit? So, like, I'm not surprised he would have them trying to conjure up all this shit while he was on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So now that they're finding these calls, like, they're all just trying to, these guys, because he had a couple of his former uh, aides go on TV trying to denounce, and, and some of them are trying to come out and be like, oh, no, like, we, he had us do all this shit, so, like, some of them are dying them out, some of them are not, so it's, it's very strange to see, like, the Republican Party is still trying to, like, bring Trumpism still in the White House, very strange. It's just strange to see. He's not even there anymore. We're still talking about it. And the media doesn't help that. They bring that up, too. But, yeah, this is... I guess this isn't a big deal, too. Call logs, yeah. So, I don't know. It's very strange. Oh, you hear about the Tucker blockades, dude? Yeah, that's going... Uh, it's still going pretty strong. So, what's going on with that? Because I've seen videos of it on Reddit. Like, there's, like, some videos... Here in the world news. The global... The global mail.com. Yeah, because I've seen, like, videos on Reddit, like, people driving by, like, the border from Detroit and Canada. It's like, there you go. Tucker's support. Okay, the Pilgrims are, okay, this article is from, published by Mark K. Walsh and Ian Bailey from Ottawa. So this is from the Globe and Mail. It's a newspaper and a uh, news site in Canada. It says here, 
Better conservatives have reversed course of confident trucker blockades at the border crosses the end as the crisis is growing bigger with a third demonstration in Manitoba joined those in Alberta, Ontario. Um, I'm asking you to take down the blockades. Senior conservative leader Candace Bergen said in the House of Commons Thursday morning it's time to remove the barricades and trucks for the sake of the economy. Before elections into leader, Ms. Bergen met and protesters blockade in downtown while last week and called on passionate patriotic peaceful. She has since called on Prime Minister Justin Trudeau to extend all branch to the demonstrators and meet with them. And she says, to all you who are taking part in the protests, I believe the time has come for you to take down the barricades, stop the disruptive action, come together in an economy that you want to see reopen is hurting. She said, farmers, manufacturers, small businesses, and families are suffering. I believe this is not what you want to do. This person sent a message that protesters about the Ottawa has been heard by the conservatives and the party said, we're not stopped until the mandates have ended. So they're fighting against these mandates, basically. The vaccine mandates, because Canada's a little more. They're still in lockdown, and... Uh... I think those truckers had to get a vaccine, or I don't know if they're making vaccines all around per mandated in Canada. I think I'm guessing it is for them to return to work, and I'm guessing mm-hmm. the truckers are blocking it too because they do. I think they're making truckers get vaccinated too. But why would you? Oh, since they were going down like across across straight st- uh, country, country country lines and oh okay. So like. Obviously, you're going to have some people who didn't need it while they were over there entering the United States. It's a little different. So, like, you have it on. So, of course, you have a lot of people who are against the vaccine mandates here or siding with it. And then we have a little, a couple of Republican constituents cheering them out on Twitter and stuff. Like, it's very strange to see, dude. Like, all this going on, interpolitics between all these countries. It's just very strange. So, the convoy's still going on. I mean, like, I'm seeing a lot of communities rip apart, rip it apart. But, like, mm-hmm. it's, uh, I get it, like, why they are mandating it. Um, it is, it is obstructing a lot of stuff going on within the town but it seems to be expanding and they're getting more people to the cause so they're paying attention to it but i, I want to know what else is happening you know while they're while they're getting this done like what why like they can't find justin trudeau he like, apparently left the country what <laughs> they have him hiding or some shit i mean because like, these guys are looking for him too like we want to talk to justin and they'll probably want to like shoot him or something i don't know so it's, I don't know, we don't live in Canada, so I don't know how involved it is over there, what's going on, but it seems like it's taking some sort of effect. If it has the police and standoff with them, they can't do anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's just crazy. Oh, yeah, this is like, I know they got some, I mean, there's some good, like, trending ones, and I just saw, like, um, I mean, there's even good stuff on Reddit. I don't know. Reddit's been, like, an interesting thing because, honestly, I don't really, like, I don't read news. Like, I always just turn to Reddit when it comes to news. I know Reddit's been kind of a, you know, with, you know, the, the protests and stuff. I was looking at the Reddit because, you know, you get, the, like, the first-person perspective. Like, you get stuff that the normal news coverage just to show you. But you get it from, like, people that are actually there. And of course, you get the occasional Karens and stuff that, you know, complain and then, you know... And the Kyles. <laughs> no offenses, I know some Kyles are really cool. So it's like, but uh, I just saw this wholesome story that basically what happened was this teacher's from Ghana and this guy drew 
literally drew Microsoft Word to teach his students about computers. That's cool. Because I guess how important students are, you know, he says he drew every chance off of other parts of the world. He's a teacher, guys. They can't afford a computer. Oh, yeah, Nas Daily. Yeah. I feel like I have seen this video before. Dan, it's got reposted today. I think this is old. Yeah, but it is a while back, but I think they just posted it the next fucking the next um, fucking level. Is that right? But look at that. He literally took, like, the word and actually drew it out and just teaching them, basically, what textbook about it. And that's cool. It says here they started donating money to, to the school. Look at that. Now, this is cool. Now the kids have actual computers now. Actually go in and start learning with an actual computer. That's kind of cool. That's cool. I mean, that's like feel good stories. Like Reddit has like these feel good stories. That's kind of cool. Look at this. Interesting. I like I, these are the subreddits I I look through, but this is the one I I found. But this is an interesting as fuck. Oh, this is not safe for work. Says there. A man lost his arm in an accident. Due to tissue damage, that could be attached to the release, so they sutured to his legs and ensure blood flow. The procedure is called temporary ecto, ec, ectopic implantation. To see it and save the man's arm, just let it reattach. Like, what the heck? What? Look at this. This is from yesterday, dude. It's under the face palm. This is under the Facebook service, is it? 740,000 euro painting is ruined after board security guard draws eyes on faceless figures on his first day in a job at a Russian gallery. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. This is the painting, dude. Look at this. This is the painting. And this is what he did. He freaking drew. He drew all those circles for eyes. Oh my god. He, like how much did the thing cost? Forty thousand euros or pounds? Pounds, pounds dude. Holy shit! Seven hundred forty thousand pound painting. Yeah. Oh my. So, uh, is that was his first day of the job? Because he got Dang. bored, like you're a security guard at an art gallery, man. It's just. Why would you do that? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of funny. Honestly, it looks better with the eyes. Oh my. <laughs> oh my god. It does. Oh. I think it does look better with the eyes. But I get it. It's not the original artist's intention. Damn, what a way to get. What a way to uh, leave your first job. Maybe he didn't like it. <laughs> He's probably bored. I mean, he was obviously bored. But still, dude, that's just. Uh. <laughs> oh, look at this one. GOP blocks Sanders' efforts to force vote on slashing drug prices. Mm. How many people need to die? How many people need to get unnecessary sicker before Congress is prepared to take the green of the prescription drug industry? Asked Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders tweeted that? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, but they voted against it, so we're, we're going to still see uh, our high medicine costs still. Good old, uh, and that's what Mark Cuban tried to do and start his service. Trying to help, yeah. Oh my god, that's just freaking nuts. 
And <laughs> you got a special point in work reform. This is all, I guess this is a tweet from a medical doctor. And this doctor, and I quote, I just got a double cheeseburger, small fries, a large diet coke at McDonald's for 325, so please stop fast shaming or blaming a single mom to working for 725 an hour for unhealthy choices or high blood pressure when non-organic raspberries are $8.96 a pound at Walmart. That's crazy. Man, yeah. That's a good, it's true, but. Wow, that is. Oh, yeah, you heard about that France? Macron announces France developed a 14 new nuclear reactors by 2035. Holy shit. Well, he's proposing it. We'll see. Well, they can do it, right? I don't know if they if we're doing it here, but. I mean, we haven't. Do we even have? Do we are still using nuclear power? Or do we well, stop? they want to. They want to go and switch it to use it, but there's like a lot of regulation. It's just. I, I think it's the whole Chernobyl thing, kind of like it's still. I don't know. These 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 world leaders are nuts, dude. So I feel like they just want to do it together, but they don't all want to go. Like we don't want to do it because of the big oil, oil and gas. They won't do it because of that. <laughs> they won't. They won't let the nuclear industry even open because they have it tightened in our politics and their governments. They won't let to do it. Not gonna let us do it, and we—I don't know if we'll ever see it. I mean, it'll probably happen within our lifetimes if they do go into nuclear energy. There's more experts on this than I ever will be, so like, look into that. But I know there's people like there's a lot of proponents for it, figuring to be a safer, sustainable alternative to help us kind of cut our carbon emissions and shit too. So it's a viable source of energy so I, I don't know I feel like the more ways they can create sustainable and safe reactors and they're able to control it and not let a Chernobyl situation happen here or anywhere in the world yeah like Macron can propose all these things to happen but like I mean these guys say it all the time like oh we're gonna have this and this by 2050 and all this is by 2030 dude well yeah it's easy to say when it hasn't fucking happened yet but like uh-huh. you can propose it all you want but like France doing it is kind of like, all right, fucking France. Yeah. Way to go. You guys want to be the center <laughs> of, France. of green energy or nuclear energy. Because I remember, like, what are they going to do? Are they going to build bombs over there? They're going to be the ultimate superpower? World War Three, ready to go. <laughs> uh, no, no. But yeah, no, I so, mean, it's, it's, it's yeah, cool. It's interesting, yeah. As far as the field of science, it's pretty cool. Oh, look at this. I want to put a... Um... I guess you know how the Winter Olympics are going on right now. Apparently, uh, you know how the Olympics are going on in Beijing right now. The Winter Olympics are going on in Beijing. Apparently, someone posted. I guess um, one of the athletes. I didn't say who posted this on the mildly infuriating subreddit. It says here, the food being served to Olympic athletes are quarantined in Beijing. To make matters worse, Russian athlete Valeria. Banistova said foreign athletes who test spots for COVID are being starved, so they can't compete even if they recover. Look at the food. Look at the food they're giving them. I don't know, dude. I don't buy that. What is that? Yeah, it looks like pasta. Maybe some ribs. Dude, it looks like somebody ate that already. It's like a miniature. And I don't. Meal, I don't know. I don't believe that picture. I feel like the, like you could. I feel like you could get that anywhere. 
<laughs> I don't know if somebody would post like the. Let's Olympic, see what the responses are because right now it's got athlete repo- like an Olympic athlete posted that. Yeah. Under what their Twitter? Let's see. Mm. World class athletes eating damn near jail food. Most Supreme prisons have much better food than this. No. What? Wow. Like these all the oh my god these comments are really weird. Okay. Eat some honey, be a Chinese president. What the? <laughs> wow. That's crazy. And, uh, that's just crazy. That's just crazy. Oh. That's just, I don't know, dude. It's just, I mean, I haven't watched the uh, Olympics and stuff, so I don't know what's going on. No, I, I don't watch Olympics either. You know what they want to watch was like hockey, but on that it's like I don't know Reddit's like more interesting. But I did see what was strange on Reddit though, they just released uh, Amazon I guess they did like an article or Banny Fair. They just released like the first like shots, images of Lord of the Rings on um, Rings of Power, which is like the prequel to the series and look at the pictures, I mean I don't know, you took a did you get a chance to see them? Yeah, I did. I mean, they're all new characters, so I don't really know who it is, but they they looks cool. Like, they all look very Middle Earth. That one, I saw that one was pretty cool. It, it looks of the time. I mean, whatever they're trying to set us up with. But this, I mean, I think you know what it is. They're taking it from the Sumerian. Sumerian. That's um, that's basically like kind of like the the it's a collection of stories that J.R.R. Tolkien wrote that takes place before Lord of the Rings and stuff. So that's what they're driving it from. Hmm. This is a collection of stories and stuff. But it looks like you get to see dwarves, elves, or it's a hobbits are there too and stuff. So I guess they're showing like this the stuff they're doing. And then I saw like um, when they're showing the making up the opening, and it's all like practical. So like they're pouring like um, hot stuff like over like the wood block, and let the lines actually form like the actual logo and stuff. So instead of being CG, it's like all practical. What the heck is this? Let's see what else is like trending. Some of these are like I see they're like some are like uh, kind of bring back old videos too. Like I see more like they retrended or rehash it. But for Reddit, do uh, besides like news, what do you, do you what do you like about Reddit as well? What I like about Reddit, yeah, it just has a bunch of. Different communities are the most randomest shit you could possibly think of. Even people who are into like, uh, there's like, there's literally communities for everything. Like, I like that there's like there's a community for Kirby, and I just like, and there's people just post different things of just Kirby every day. And I like it. It makes me laugh. It makes me smile. Or like animals, animals doing nice things, or like cats with dogs. Like I follow so Reddit like that. Like just little little things that I think. Can brighten up your day like that, or cool, cool shit, and like obviously, like you said earlier in the news, I, I like it that it's an all-around platform that that you get like everyone or, or access to everything, and then like people could like they provide their content. The comment sections are another fucking thing. I don't yes. subscribe to that, but like it's interesting to read it because then a lot of people do provide hopefully some constructive shit. You could do learn a lot from people who have good intentions, and then you have the trolls, but like. 
for overall, like it's, I think it's my one of my favorite. Uh, is it? I guess it's social media, technically, right? Yeah, social media. Yeah, because you, you can post and stuff on there. Yeah, so. everyone just sharing their own shit and they're just mm-hmm. creating communities. So like that's cool. And like my favorite, one of my favorite things is the bull strat. So like that's how I'm able to like. Uh, there's people who post a lot of random shit, but it's kind of cool because like, I don't know that having that connection with people who like the same thing as you do and like there's. There's like people who I guess hold that enthusiasm for shit like you like, so I think it's a different way to expose yourself to a fandom. Uh-huh. Um, hopefully, you get positive interactions. You're not gonna get them all the time, but hopefully, you make the best of your experience on Reddit for you know making it fruitful for yourself. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. I like make it. Yeah, I like for me, I like experience. yeah, like yeah, that's what I do just to see what's going on. Like I like the human being bros subreddit because they had like some wholesome videos of people just helping other people out, you know, in certain situations. Like, like this video, I don't know if you've seen this one. This is like I'm assuming this is like a cricket match or something, and you know, all the fans are just watching this kid like solving a Rubik's cube, and like they're all watching it. Oh, they start cheering him on and stuff, and then as soon as, so as, as he solves it, they start cheering. Oh, they're all seeing him do it. No, cheering them on, dude. Yeah, it's not cheering. He got it. What a beast. Yeah. Oh, and then, of course, you get some of these. Are you going to have to accidentally bite in your tongue? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> the memes. How's it going? And some of the memes. Like, like you said, they do have, like, you know, there is, like, a community for everything. You know, I follow, like, a lot of, like, anime communities on here as well, like, you know, I follow, like, the My Hero Academia community. I follow, like, you know, the wrestling. I follow the you know, Ollie wrestling community as well. Um, and even got the Marvel memes. Look at this one. <laughs> There's a Marvel meme. Whole <laughs> Shaq is sleeping. Thing. What the fuck? It's just like, yeah, like I said, Reddit, I mean, like, it could be a positive, like, thing. And, of course, the cool thing, too, above was the whole ask me anything. No, oh, yeah. When it had those, like, you know, random ask me anything, you just, like, celebrities go on and say, hey, I'm this person, ask me anything or something. Yeah, I used to, I mean, I guess that's what got me into Reddit. I used to be all about the AMAs. I hardly even go on there anymore. I don't even think I subscribe to it or, like, even follow that thread. Like, I, I used to a lot. Um, just, to, like, I used to be pretty good, depending who would do it. More or less for, like, the... I would look out for more, like, the people who worked at a certain company if they dish out secrets, like, ones who work at fast food spots or or different uh, retail chains. Like, I liked hearing the dirt that they can spill. Especially, like, Best Buy. People had a lot of good stories about Best Buy. Um, I don't know. I, I think... Overall, Reddit's a, a solid social media if you make the best of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, overall, like, see, check you guys out. Like I said, and then guess what? We to let you guys know before we finish like our talk on Reddit. We want to let you guys know that we actually have our own subreddit. So if you want to subscribe and you know, kind of like you know, send us stuff, like send us topic ideas or questions, uh, maybe we'll do like an AMA on there as well, probably. If you're interested, so our subreddit is actually um, Talk Pop. You can check it out there. That's our subreddit. Go ahead and subscribe. And like I said, just send us a message. You know, anything you want to talk about, we'll probably start hosting like AMAs. 
if you guys have any questions for me or Biko. So it's like, and you know, check it out, right? I mean, like I said, there's a lot of positive stuff. There's a lot of negative stuff. You just get the good make mixture. And of course you get, you know, you can get like tips or like, oh, you can learn historical facts. Like this day I learned something about really cool stuff, right? Like the, I learned this today or something. It's like, it's kind of cool. And there's one for like movie facts or obscure movie facts or, you know, like I said, there's different communities, different communities out there. Um, I did want to talk about, you know how we always have weirdest news of the week? I did find this one. Go ahead and pull it up. Look it up because I actually had it on my phone. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. This is from PC Gamer Magazine. <laughs> and it says here, Guy fails to rob a bank while wearing a Sonic the Hedgehog's face. This is from E.V. Miller from PC Gamer. And <laughs> one of the readers says, Guy, flee fast. Now, they see this is from the article. It says here, All we know is Sonic the Hedgehog likes his fair share of treasure. Which is unfair. He's he got he's got plenty of rings to collect down the winners of Green Zone, after all. It says here, however, in Florida, police had a scramble in response to a criminal using the bluebird's face as a mask in an attempted bank robbery. It's reported by the West Volusia Beacon spotted by Kutaku, a person believed to be a man enter a Florida credit union with the intention of robbing it. This had happened on the afternoon of February 2nd, 2022. Police were dispatched a response. They said that around 4.20 p.m., the robber dressed as Sonic has entered the building with a hammer and had demanded money from a teller. After Sonic struck the teller's window with a hammer, he was caught for an employee. Bluebird then left, left from the premises. The police arrived at the suspect running away on foot. Came through the signs, towards the transportation essay. The update to the original report from the West which says no damage to the building or was reported. No money was stolen, and more importantly, nobody was hurt. <laughs> and since it seems the man who tried to rob the bank has not been apprehended police, he was simply too fast for them, I guess. It's from the article. You might have eventually found a perpetrator of Florida Credit Union Associate Vice President of Branch Operations Berlin, who said the political police are on it at the moment. So, <laughs> what do you think of that, dude? This guy dressed as Sonic trying to rob a bank. It's just... Oh. Of all the mass choices you can pick, dude. He wasn't fast enough, obviously. Well, I guess he was fast enough to evade police. Yeah, fast enough for the police, but... No, I mean, it's not the worst mask to pick, right? He was... It was... It helped him fucking get away. <laughs> for a little bit, at least. But no, eh. Not the best way to rob a bank. I don't know why people rob banks still, but... How is that still know. a thing, though? Well, because there's dumb people that still live in the world, dude. Well, it's like, I remember Robin Banks was like in the, what, the 50s or 40s, like the gangster movies, movies and stuff? Yeah. I guess we're watching like, Buggy Seagull, uh, Seagull, Buggy Seagull, like freaking <laughs> Al Capone, I'm like, what the heck? I'm watching old cartoons when these <laughs> are trying to rob banks, like, oh my god, Rocky and Bugsley, <laughs> when they're trying to rob banks in the Looney cartoons. Like, I don't know, dude, it's like... I see that, it's like, what the heck, dude? And I can see why, you know, unemployment's up, because the, the people, is, they try to find the easy way out, basically. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I don't want to go to work. I'm just trying to rob a bank. I'm like, what the fudge, dude? It's like, come on. And I know the workforce is, you know, they're trying to get back, you know, after the whole, you know, COVID and stuff, but still, it's like, and another response, like, different, this different news 
There he is. Tover the story. Here's one headline that says, Man, Sonic can't chuck man to secure zero gold rings. <laughs> they attempted to make robbery, but it's like, come on, dude. Come on. It's just, I don't know. It's just, that's weird. More, I mean, more weird than, you know, KFC in their last week when we talked about the KFC in the freaking chicken sandwich pillow. <laughs> but still, it's like, I don't know. It's just, to me, it's like, and of course, um, I have not seen the show yet, but the book of both had it all ended yesterday. They had the, the, the season finale. Or, oh, dude, I didn't even watch it. <laughs> I know. I was just waiting for all the episodes to come back and mm-hmm. the, the be available. I think it's only seven episodes. So I need to go ahead and watch that. Um, trying to see what else is going on right now before we close it out, guys. I know we talk about Reddit a lot, but, you know, we're trying to, like, to change our focus to, like, other... Things I know, and then I did see that Crunchyroll had the anime awards, but this year instead, like a big thing, they just like decided, you know what, we're just gonna show you the winners. Mm-hmm. I'll show you the nominees. Most of my choices didn't make the cut, but I'm gonna have to rewatch them. And I just saw like snippets of it and stuff, probably have to do like a reaction to it afterwards. But I am gonna try to finish one of the nominees for anime of the year, Sunny Boy, which is kind of interesting. It just talks about like, you know, it talks about like, you know different dimensional thin street theory and stuff it's really interesting it's like these kids are in this school and pretty much um for some reason the school gets added to this alternative dimension now they're just trying to find a way to come back and then all these kids start developing like these superpowers and stuff uh, and there's this one kid named Nagara who apparently has the ability to transcend worlds but for some reason can't get to the world they belong to mm-hmm. it's it's like an original it's like an original anime by studio madhouse so it's on, um, it's on Funimation right now. It's real interesting, so definitely check it out. And right now, I just pull up something. Uh, Paramount Plus is now streaming the original Jackass TV series. What? Nice. Ever since the fourth movie, which I, we definitely got to go see. Definitely want to check it out because, I mean, guys, we grew up on Jackass. Well, it says right here, this is from Combo.com. It says Paramount Plus is now streaming the original Jackass series by, by Spencer Ferry from Combo.com. It says here... After MTV franchise made headlines for all the wrong reasons in the early 2000s, Jackass Legend became known for being a feature film series instead of a television show. Um, it says here, the poor video quality of the series has a shot of consumer grade DVD taste plus the concept of the show music clearances made the show nearly impossible to get on series. But Paramount Plus has defied the odds and brought much of the original to the subscribers. You collected the original TV series, joins all the Jackass movies and the .5 films on the streamer. Well, abundantly clear that from the jump hover is that these aren't the originals that Aaron and Tina does, but new cuts that combine several episodes into one new edit. But sometimes even repeating, for instance, Bam kicking his dad's ass all day appears in at least two episodes. Comparing lessons from the to what presents the Paramount for his desk, as each of the episodes contains material from various episodes as well as skits from the Lost Tapes DVD release, some of the episodes featuring content from the original series box set in the same order. This is some of these new compilations also include all new music under the segments that they use material that wasn't even released when the original Jackass airs. So each episode also includes a warning on Paramount Plus, which can be found here below. Here's us here. This program is airing in its original form with outdated social norms. <laughs> outdated social norms. That's fucking funny, bro. So. <laughs> Isn't that weird that we didn't have to be shown that shit and now we have to show that now? It's a little much. Like, come on, dude. 
Like, do we well, I mean, that was the early 2000s, dude. Yeah, so but I'm... everybody knows the jackass, what they do. Like, they're not doing anything fucking Einstein. They're doing dumb shit. Like, the, everyone knows that you're about to watch dumb shit. Can you just, like, suspend things? We're going to do dumb shit to entertain you for entertainment. I get it, but, like, what? Like, it even had to affect jackass that they're like, yeah, they know it's outdated. Like, we all kind of know that. It's like 50-year-olds coming back to do... 40 to 50-year-olds coming back to do dumb shit. Like, that's kind of like... But, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like, I definitely want to... I definitely definitely want to check out Jackass Forever because, (sighs) I mean, we grew up on them. Yeah. We saw the films in theaters. I mean... Damn. We were there when it, it started. So, it pretty much ended with the films. He thought the third one that was it, but then all of a sudden, oh, we're coming back on the fourth one. It's like, well, I like the fact they got new people. I mean, they got some originals coming back, and they got new people in there too, throwing their chops in there and stuff. So it's interesting. And then based on the trailers, it looks really interesting. Like the, the skates and stuff looks like they got going on and stuff, and it looks like the Eric Andre makes an appearance in it. Yeah, I like how they try to bring like celebrities and stuff in it to get involved in the, in, the, in the pranks and stuff. I mean, they got Jeff Tremaine who's back directing it. I mean, Spike Jones used to help out back in the day with it, too. And, like, and then look at Johnny Knoxville and now. It's like, you see the gray hair. I mean, they, they age. I mean, Steve-O, you know, he's be sober. He's covering and stuff. So that's, that's kind of cool. I mean, we do miss Ryan Dunn and Bam. I mean, they were part of it as well. Of course, Ryan Dunn, you guys don't know, passed away years ago, like many years ago from, you know, a car accident. And of course, Bam's been dealing with, you know, his, like, personal demons right now. That he was cut. Like, I think he did one segment for the four film, but I guess he went off on them and decided, no, not to do it anymore. And they, they told him, yeah, we're, we can't use it anymore, dude. You get help. But I guess he's got, like, you know, he's doing a lot of mental stuff right now. Too. But he was calling past them to basically boycott it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I mean, it's, here, I mean, like I said, it's something that, you know, we grew up on, you know? And like I said, you <laughs> said out there, so so no. Of course, they had to make that thing. It's like, yeah. Because there was the warnings. Every time that, that thing came on MTV, it was warning. Honestly, that's what made MTV relevant in the 2000s. Yeah. That's when they were shifting, like, slowly shifting from being music videos to just, like, doing, like, reality television. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. And they started doing, like, the true life, which was really cool. Then, of course, they got Catfish, Jersey Shore. Like, what's the long one? 16 and stuff. Uh. 16 and pregnant. Team Mom, that was a big team. Team Mom, yeah. Yeah, they launched a lot of people's uh, careers in reality television. So, yeah, MTV was like the big fucking deal, right? Mm -hmm. At least for reality television. Yeah. Well, yeah, check it out, guys. If you ever want to to live like your your early days, early 2000s, check out Jackass. It's not available on Paramount Plus. I have Paramount Plus, so I'm going to take advantage and check it out myself. And, we live that nostalgia and then of course check out Jackass Forever. Who knows? Maybe Biko and I will go to the theater and check it out. Maybe do a review of it if you guys are interested. I know it's been a while since we did a review since like Spider-Man was like our last like movie review. And guys, I'm still trying to get Biko to start doing his anime challenge. You know, I'm trying to get Biko to watch an anime series. And right now I just gave My Hero Academia, so I'm gonna try to, you know, probably rewatch it with him because of course My Hero Academia is coming back for a sixth season. Later this year, I think it's scheduled for fall this year, and of course the the manga right now. It's like I just read read the latest chapter of the manga. It's entering basically into like the big final arc because the creator does say it's he's probably ending the manga sometime this year. 
Um, and of course, the, the third film came out. The film's coming. The third film he is coming out soon on Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, let's go there by Japan. Like Blu-rays are so popular there. DVDs are still being bought, even though they have streaming there. Because a lot of like studios like the manga get a lot from DVD sales and also manga sales so, too. So yeah, so I'm trying to get Bigelow get start watching my Hero Damon and try to get his like, you know, reactions to it like to the seasons. There's five seasons in all of course the films. So we'll hopefully we'll get him, you know, on there and try my best try to convert Biko into possible weed. <laughs> oh, it's not gonna happen. But if I at least can get him guys with my hero academia, hopefully that will work. <laughs> Because it's superheroes, you know, the animation's really good. It's one, honestly, it's like this generation of Dragon Ball, basically. Like, if you, you can't go anywhere without seeing My Hero Academia, like, everywhere in your store. It's become, like, a more, like, common thing, basically. So, that will do it for this week, guys. So, make sure to check us out on Twitter. Make sure to tweet us on Twitter. Also, follow us at PopTalking on one word. You can check out the backlog episodes of the podcast on our home station platform. Anchor, also available on Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and other podcast outlets. Um, make sure to check out our merch store at spring.com. Just a search for Talking Pop. Gracias with hoodies. I am working on new t-shirt designs. Right now, we've still got hoodies available on there. If you use the promo code TALKPOP, you can save yourself five bucks at checkout. So make sure to use the word TALKPOP. That's T-A-L-K-P-O-P. They save yourself five bucks. Um, you can check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash talkabop. Post links to the episodes on there as well. If you have any questions or stuff, like I said, if you want to ask us anything, go ahead and check out our subreddit at rtalkpop. That's subreddit, talkpop. And thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you guys again next week. As always, geek on and take care.